Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of our Smoking Mountain Wrestling Podcast. This is Smoking Mountain Wrestling, episode 144, from October the 29th, 1994. And this is Booking the Territory, the unprofessional wrestling podcast, where today we're still in the same venue. We're in Morgantown, North Carolina, at the College Street Rec Center, 450 people in attendance. Sitting here with Doc and Hardbody Hopper. Doc's got to go to the urologist today because he's an old oh. white man. <laughs> Doc, how are you? Well, back a few a couple of months ago, when uh, you know I was out and Lance was filling in on the big show, um, one of the things that I had it was a medical problem was I had some uh, kidney stone issues. And hey, you can poke fun at me all you want, but for all the listeners out there that have suffered through a kidney stone, man, it's one of those things. It's like. That ain't nothing to joke about. That's some that's some real pain there. So they did the scan. They're like, you got a bunch more up in there. So I got to go see if they can, uh, like, maybe I could just get Dirty White Boy to punch me in the kidney and break them all up. So then I could just piss out all the dust. Oh. I, I was messing with you. You didn't have to go into all the specifics so that. The, well, you're um, a he- you like to you like to be a heel undercover of a baby face. So I'm just pointing it no. out there that there was a serious issue that required medical attention, and you like to make fun of that. I, and you know, I thought we were I thought we were uh, the three man booth that cared about one another. But okay. That's fucked That's up, great. Michael. That's it great. is, man. Now there's about fifty to sixty thousand people out there who now know you have kidney stones. I'm glad you're okay. Great to the world. It's not like I'm going because I, I got to come in and make sure that people don't think I got a limp dick and need blue chew. That's who drinking like the a podca- bunch of cokes, huh? Because we're well, I think first of all, it's hereditary, and every male member of my family's had them, so there's that. Uh, Second of all, it could also be from carbonation, not necessarily the Cokes. I don't really drink a lot of Cokes, <clears throat> but as we all know, I like to drink beer, and I'm af- that's the thing I'm afraid of. I mean, what if they take away my beer? You're gonna find you're gonna find me swinging in by the rafter doing the Von Erich thing. Well, oh start, wow! You could start that's vaping. Nice. I could start what? <clears throat> vaping. Well, I'd have to have a sex change to to pull that off. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, you didn't Bro, have you remember, the Bonner but, thing. On, on all seriousness, you remember the the Patreon episode from about a month ago, six weeks ago, where we rated the top five sitcoms and LaWanda, LaFonda's sister was here? Yes. Man, when we got off, you remember how loaded I was? I don't even remember cutting that, that show. But I went outside and they were smoking. Or LaFonda wasn't, but LaWanda was, LaRonda was, LaWanda was smoking, her sister. And man, I smoked a cigarette that night, and Jesus Christ, that's a well, nasty habit. Why did Why did we smoke, Harper? Because the Because the Indians were doing it. Oh, that's right. Harper, how you doing today? I'm doing great, bro. All right, good to hear it, man. Hey, uh, yeah. Been out for a while, but Harper's got a T-shirt out there and a and an awesome video to promote it. So. Um, where can they find that video and where can they buy that shirt? Go on ProWrestlingTees.com. Book of the Territory. Right, Mike? Yep. You can find the link in the show description of this episode. <laughs> there you go. Let's move some merch. We're not yeah. here to move Casper mattresses or Blue Chew. Big pills. Yoga, yoga DVDs. We're here to move our merch and satisfy you, the patron. I really wish you would quit saying that company's name because everybody knows it. Shit. I don't give a shit. You're giving them free advertisement, asshole. So you think that by me mentioning their name, somebody I see, I think our listeners are way smarter than you do. I don't think anybody went, Oh yeah, I fucking forgot Blue Chew. And then, oh, yeah, Blue Chew. And then pushed pause on our shit and went to the website. Nobody just did that. No you're one. Still, you're still giving them a free plug. A free plug, but what is that worth? You're still giving them a free plug. Just say dick pills and get it, and just keep it moving. 
Yes, sir. Jesus, Jesus you're Christ. uptight this morning. Did you? Wow. Need, you need do you to know get... how many? Do you know how many people email this show and go, "Hey, uh, you think you can mention X, Y, and Z for me on your show?" No, like, no we can't. I, I can't. You know, I mean, to be fair, we don't if I'm this shit out. So if something comes out, it's because it was on top of our head at that moment. Now, you need to go ask Sasha for some relief. People ask you to like to uh, put their shit over. Yeah, all the time. Oh wow. I mean, I'm not. Again, I'm not trying to. So here, let me let me help you out here. If we're putting your shit over, it's harder for us to put our shit over. So, well, no, 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 no. It's not that. It's just you got to. It is like, like if you if you start doing that for everyone, it's like Mm -hmm. everybody. Why didn't you do mine? I tell you what. Why don't you have a patron tier where we'll put your shit over? Uh, I do. There you go. And so we already have a system in place to handle this. So just refer them to the to the policy, and we can get back to uh, booking the territory. Okay, Doc. Thank you for being an asshole to the great people out there. You, I'm, not, I'm just saying week. we have clearly put in a plan, a process, and a policy to handle these kinds of requests. If you're the one that's dealing with them all the time, you're just martyring yourself out. I didn't say I'm dealing with them. I just said, do you know how many requests they come through? That's that's not saying I deal with it and work through it on a long term basis or ongoing basis. But anyway, and hey, if you do want to sponsor the show, we'll consider it. And I'll even give that money to Harper and Doc. So there you go. Yeah, I'll, I'll even do that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Let's keep going again. This is episode 144, October the 29th, 1994. Shout hey, out. I just want to tell, I just want to tell you, we're getting close to only having a year left of this shit. Uh, that we sucks. are. We are exactly 13 months away, I believe, from from this date. Well, not exactly, but basically roughly 13 months away of this promotion left. And that is it, and we will be finished. Um, let's keep going, though. Again, we're in the same venue, Morgantown, North Carolina. Shout out to Disrespectfully Classy, Marky Blassy, Kyle Riley, and Mike Childry for their patronage, our largest patron contributors. Let's get into it. So... We start the episode. It is Les Thatcher and Jim Ross. As usual, JR announces Ricky Morton will take on New Jack in the main event. Brian Anderson battles for the TV title. Ron Wright is also back this week. We are told Ron Wright is coming out of retirement. Wow. Then they throw us to the ending of last week where Cornette weaseled out of getting his five lashes by throwing powder or salt in the eyes of the Dirty White Boy. We also see the ending of the Ron Wright and Dirty White Boy promo from the end of last week. So they basically replay the last couple of minutes of the previous week's episode. Doc, any thoughts from the opening there as I heard Harper's phone ring, so I'll assume he's on the phone and go to you first. Yeah, just that they thought they could slide it by us, that they didn't have a hat out there to draw the name for the Beat the Champ title. But I saw that. They just announced who they wanted to announce. That's oh, cool. that's true, huh? I, I, I didn't even catch that. <laughs> they sure did. <laughs> uh, I didn't even think about it until you said it, though. So they did a good job. They, they, they got probably did it last. They, they probably haven't done it since fucking Bob left. No, they picked last week, didn't they? Or did they just announce it? I don't think they did. They announced it last week, but maybe they didn't pick. Okay. Right. Well, it's a wrestling. I mean, we act like this ain't a work anyway. All right. Uh, We will keep going. Any any other thoughts, Hopper, from the opening? Okay. Before we play this promo, because what happens is, remember, I just said they played the replay of Dirty White Boy, Ron Wright, Corny, Bedlam from last week. Do we want to talk about what Ron Wright has on here? Because y'all were on a roll before we started recording. Dude. Well, he's got the rustlers on. Yes. He's, he looks like he should have a, a, a pack of GPCs in his mm. fucking shirt pocket. We'll get started on that carburetor in just a minute. I got, let me light up real fast. Well, you know what? With them new Japanese cars, they don't last that long. Your problem's in your manifold. I mean, you got too much intake there, and it's really causing an outflow problem. But, hey, once I get this cigarette done, we'll see what we can figure out about that thing. (laughs) (laughs) He's standing there with his hands on his hips, a sleeveless black T-shirt, and that that watch just, you know, he's ready to tell you what time it is, if you know what I mean. He was a bad son of a bitch when he was young, too, boy. They say he was a tough bastard. Knock your block what's a, off. What's a bastard? <laughs> bastard. Bastard. And ain't that you fucking from, are you high from, guy. Are you from Boston? 
<laughs> Not really. Anyway, uh, Ron Wright, for those who can't see, is sitting there with his uh, jeans, his rustlers on. He's got a literally he's got a black sleeveless T-shirt tucked in to his jeans. I don't know and, if man, if I'm corny, I'm uh, worried. And he ain't even said a word yet. And I bet he probably served in Vietnam. That's what it, like proudly, proudly served, proudly served in Vietnam. Boy, he is, he is, man, he's got, and, and he loves Ronald Reagan. He's got that <laughs> sleeveless. Now he's that's got, what a leader's supposed to do. He's <laughs> got that sleeveless tee, though. It's just uh, uh, fifty-six years old. You said. Well, Doc? you don't want to get your sleeve caught in the uh, the transmission belt there, and uh, you know these new Japanese these new Japanese models. All right, that's nice. Any other thoughts on Ron Wright, Hopper? Nah. All right, let's listen to their promo. He and Dirty White Boy here with Jim Ross. Ladies and gentlemen, there you see exactly what transpired. You hear their comments last week. It was certainly an emotional time for you. You've had some time to think about it. What are your thoughts now? Well, we've had a lot of time to think about it. And what we've thought of is we've talked to the commissioners, the board of directors, and Thanksgiving Thunder, the matchup will be Jim Cornette, Bruiser Bedlam will be stepping in the ring against myself and Mr. Ron Wright. Now, not only is Thanksgiving Thunder, because that match has been signed, a great moment, but it's also great for me because a man that I've looked up to for a long, long time, ever since I was a child, think of him as my own father, is going to be in the ring with me as my tag team partner. And Ron, I promise you, I will take care of Bruiser Bedlam and leave Jim Cornette all to you. And if Jim Cornette tries to break and run out of that building, I will personally run him down, drag his sorry butt back to the ring, and hand him to you. Appreciate that, brother. Now let me tell you something, Cornette. I've never looked so forward to anything in my life as this match coming up. I tell you what, I'm going to call this Thanksgiving week. I'm going to call it the Thanksgiving week feast for Ron Wright because I'm not going to eat no turkey all week. I'm going to annihilate the man down there. I'll tell you, little droopy, drawered, puny-looking, pus-bellied, potato-muscled idiot you. When I get through with you, your own mama's not going to recognize you. You'll load up in an ambulance and they can take you out of there because whatever the hell it takes to do, I'm going to get down there and rub your nose in the mat and break your face all over that number 12 fist and me and the dirty white boy's going to walk out of there. Two happy men. You can take out to the bank and bank on it, brother. It sounds to me like somebody's going to get a good old-fashioned East Tennessee Alright ladies and gentlemen What a matchup that will be at Thanksgiving Thunder We've got action for you Don't you go away He said mm. You can take that to the bank brother Doc Why, would you, why is it a dog whooping Why you gotta whip on dogs That might be your lamest joke ever on this show I'm just No I'm asking a serious question Why is it Why is it gotta be whipping dogs What do dogs do Popcorn. We we now. can just quit if you want, or we can talk about the fact that Ron Wright is reverse aging. Maybe so. Doc, anything okay, else? Fine. The dog you're, whooping you're the joke. The, the dog whooping joke is just lame. But anyway, Doc, anything else? No, I'm done. <laughs> He's mad. <laughs> Harper, what do you have for me? <laughs> uh, He's fucking ready. But... Um. He can't move though, huh? Uh, just I can't remember if they show it on the TV. Do you remember? That's Doc, what I'm saying. I can't picture him even like, doing seen, anything. I've seen the footage, but it's the stuff Tommy Noe sent me from um, Knoxville, I believe. So I've seen the footage of Ron's quote-unquote match, but. I can't remember if they air it on the actual television show, like what they show for Thanksgiving Thunder. But I mean, he's not like spry and mobile. I don't, I don't, I don't think he's right. be doing too much. So uh, I don't know what they show on the TV from him. But Doc, do you recall? Yeah, he's not going to talk now. So we got Scott Stud. Oh, I'm sorry, Hopper. Do you have anything else from that? Nah. We got Scott Stud versus Brian Anderson. Doc's face turn lasted all of. 
Uh, week or two, it seems, at this point. Uh, Scott Studd takes on Brian Anderson. Any thoughts on this match, Hopper or Doc, before uh, we go to the finish? Which one was it? Scott Studd versus Brian Anderson. Ole's son. Man, Brian Anderson's fucking... He looks good. Like, physically? The big bastard, as Bruce Pritchard always says. But the thing is, he... When he went for the submission at the end, he he should have pulled him into the middle of the fucking ring, because at the end, see, bro, look, look, he's he's so close to the fucking ropes, he should have fucking uh, yeah, but that's uh, not the finish, huh? That's not the finish. No, w- watch, watch at the end when he puts him in the armbar. You mean? Yeah, he he should have pulled him into the middle of of the ring to do it. Let me go to it. All right. Doc, what do you have from it? Okay. Uh, he's just got to do this. Yeah, watch. So, um, he, he, he does his little shoulder breaker. Yeah. And then. Oh, he's right by the rope. Damn. That's what lying, I'm saying. Huh? He should have pulled him into the center of the ring. And his then, head's on the rope. Right. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. He should have broke the hold. But you know, okay. fuck it. <laughs> he wins with the. Uh, he wins with the. I've been fucking only saw that thinking you fucking idiot. <laughs> what do you think he told him in the back? You fucking idiot. <laughs> He's cheering him right here though. <laughs> All right, uh, but Brian Anderson wins. They then they then go to a promo with Brian Anderson. Uh, I wasn't really gonna play it. They they get their points across. Tracy comes yeah. out and confronts Brian and Oli. Tracy tells Brian, anytime you want to get it on, I'm your Huckleberry. And JR reiterates that these two will have a no time limit match to decide who will win. And that was that. Uh, they then go to a promo. Let me get to it. It is uh, Bullet Bob Armstrong. Um, first, uh, it is uh, JR mentions that Abdullah the Butcher, remember, will be here. And he throws it to a video package of Abdullah, which Abdullah is out there. It's a video package to War Machine. Um, Abby's basically butchering a bunch of dudes with his fork. And then we see Abby getting stitches. Yeah. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Fly dude, right there. <laughs> There's some Puerto Rico shots of Abby and, uh, Cologne going at it. Oh man. Anyway, we talked about Abby last week and his dark side of the ring stuff, but oh, goodness, Jesus Christ. Boy, they did some brutal shit in Puerto Rico. Yeah. Just, yeah, I'm just going to stab you in the fucking head with this. <laughs> All right. Doc, are you joining us back or no? Okay. So he didn't want to do it. All right. Any other thoughts, Hopper, before I go to the uh, Bob Armstrong promo? Uh, All right. Let's go to Bullet Bob. Here it is. You know what you're in for now. You know exactly what faces you now. It, you know, I thought when Cornette was going to get a partner, it may be a Terry Funk or maybe somebody like that, a Kevin Sullivan. I didn't know, but I never dreamed it would be Abdullah the Butcher. What are your thoughts on it? They're exactly like your thoughts, Jim. I never dreamed of it either. You know, I've had a good run going here. I beat everybody who's brought in, and I just had a good run going. I thought, well, I can do it all, but I never thought about Abdullah the Butcher. What do you do with a man that weighs 400 to 450 pounds that's just a raging bull from the Sudan who don't stop till you're trampled half to death? And you know, the more I thought about this, I thought, if I can just keep one thought in my mind, if I can keep just one thought in my mind, Jim Cornette, that if I find some way to get by Abdullah the Butcher, you have got to crawl across the ring in front of thousands of people and kiss my ever-loving feet, boy. If I can keep that in my head on Thanksgiving, you'll be the biggest turkey of them all. Because when I got that in my mind and the people are behind me, baby, we're going to be thinking of things to do that Abdullah the Butcher. He can't do it all. There's got to be a weakness somewhere. And if there is, I'll find it. Because kissing my feet is worth more than a cool million dollars to me, Jim Cornette. That'll be the downfall of you forever. Thanksgiving Thunder is going to be a thunderclap heard around the world. Kiss my feet. Kiss my ever-loving feet. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Bob Armstrong, Abdul the Butcher. What a dangerous situation for Armstrong to be in. We'll have more for you. First, take a look at the Smoky Mountain Hotline. 
Uh, Bob's got a thing with having his feet kissed by a man. Well, I, I, I'm. I don't know, Harper. Why well, guy does people? Uh, I don't want my feet kissed by a man. I don't want my feet kissed by fucking anybody. <laughs> okay, well, there you have it. That's what I thought. Any other thoughts on Bullet Bob right there as he's promoing what's going to happen with him and Abby? He looks Butcher? good, man. Yeah, he looks good. He's fucking jacked. Let's see. Let's see another picture of him. Tinyurl.com slash Patreon. I mean, look at that. If you want to see what Harper's talking about. He does look good. Holy crap. I know. He got that old man strength, man. He's just pumping I mean, iron in that wow. in that in his house and Jesus Christ. He's I mean, he's old now, but right. he's old back then and he's still looking just I guess I see back then what he's like he's like how old is he now? Like he's eighty, huh? No, he's way past eighty now. Really? Fuck. Yeah. He he did, I can't remember. He just he supposedly just had his retirement, but whatever. All right. So we'll keep going. Um he's old and he's got that old man strength. We get a replay of Boo Bradley causing a no contest from last week with the T V title match. Remember Cactus comes in the ring and sends Boo and Tammy packing. Uh and then we go to a promo with uh, Tammy and Boo. And here it is. There it is. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm glad I'm not wearing my milk bone underwear here with Boo Bradley. And I know you probably got a lot to say, but I have been informed by the uh, Smoky Mountain Board of Directors to let you know that because of his actions last week, at your insistence, Mr. Chris Candido's suspension has been extended for two more weeks. What? Excuse me? Who are you trying to kid? No, no, Wait a minute. Let me interrupt just a moment. Miss Tammy, hold on just a moment. The director's gotten my attention, and he says that at the front office... There is a long-distance call from Chris Candido for you, and he is holding, waiting to speak with you. He probably heard about the suspension already. He's probably furious. Oh, i got to go calm him down. Well, you better go talk to him. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a special confrontation. Cactus Jack and the, the, the crazy man, Boo Bradley. Don't you go away. This is going to be something. Man, to me, with Miss Tammy on that uh, rather dubious phone call, if you get my drift, uh, this is a great opportunity. Well, I had to take whatever opportunity I could because I see a lot of mistreatment going around. Boo, you deserve better than Tammy Fitch and Chris Candido, and I'm here to present the opportunity. Where did you meet these type of people? Well, uh, back at home, uh, they, I, when Chris was, when I was a little kid, Chris used to like have people make fun of him, and, and he'd give me a sandwich, and I'd go beat him up, and he's my friend, and he'd, get, he'd do good, nice things for me, yeah. Where have you been living? What, do they, what kind of treatment do they give you? Oh, well, but, well when I at home, I was living in a box in, in an alley, but, but they give me a nice dog house in the backyard of the house, but there's a hole, and it rains sometimes, I get wet. Jim, you mean to tell me here's one of the toughest men in the world. He's living in a doghouse. He's being mistreated. He's being slapped around. Boo, do they even pay you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they give me money. They give me like like $6 here and there. $6. So I can go buy like shiny playthings and, and stuff like that. And what $6. About, what about your wrestling money? What about the money you get for breaking bones? Oh. Isn't that worth something? Yeah, well, I don't want to lose it. They say I'd lose the money because cause I'm not too smart and all. And, and I'm, you know, afraid of losing money. So they hold it. This is a sad state of affairs, I can tell you. Jim, it's about time I step in and put an end to this financial situation, put an end to the domestic situation, and put an end to the relationship of Tammy Fitch, Chris Cantito, and Boo Bradley. I'm saying, Boo, you stick out your hand to Cactus Jack, and I'll show you that there is another way, the Cactus Jack way. It's good advice, Boo. You should take it. You should take this advice. But, 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 but Chris, Chris, Chris is my friend. Chris is my friend, and, and, and if I'm friends with you, I can't be friends with him, though. You, you know, and He's very confused, it seems like. Jim, he shouldn't have to learn the hard way like I did. No more slaps to the face, no more indignities. You're one of the toughest wrestlers in the world. You shouldn't be out here on a chain. You shouldn't be eating alpo. You shouldn't be living in a doghouse. You should be with Cactus Jack. Maybe we'll go for the World Tag Team Championship, and we'll show the people here some good wrestling. All you gotta do is walk away. You got a decision to make, Boo. But but they 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 help make my decisions for me, cause cause I don't know too many friends. Uh, wait, 
Uh-oh, I hear Miss uh, Tammy Fitch on her way. I don't know what's going on here, but that was a phone call. And I don't know who you think you are. I told you not to talk to anybody. And I told you what would happen if you talked to somebody else other than me. Do you understand? Oh, hey, hey. Boo Bradley just attacked Cactus Jack here. Boo Bradley's got that chain around Cactus Jack, taking his face first into the concrete wall. Oh my God! She told him something. Tammy, now Cactus is on top of Bradley, and Tammy Fitz is trying to. She wrecked him right in the eye. We've got a hell of a fight here, and whatever ain't nailed down is a whip. So you heard it all there. These two end up going at it. They finally, uh, Lance Storm, Brian Lee come out to finally break up the, the brawl between these two. Uh, Harper, what did you have from this as we found out that Boo Bradley is living in a doghouse. He's paid $6 for wrestling so far. They hold his money so he doesn't lose it. Boo is being abused domestically. Uh, <laughs> Cactus tries to tell Boo to shake his hand and he will show him there's a better way, but... Boo won't commit to switching the cactus's side because Chris is his friend and Tammy runs back out because there was no phone call and cactus pulled the wool over his eyes. Harper, any thoughts on this? Poor Boo Bradley. He's living in a doghouse and he's made six bucks wrestling. Yeah, you shouldn't uh, take advantage of special people like that. Come on, bro. He's not special. Yeah, he is. If he's, he's living not. in a doghouse, he's eating Alpo and that's going to give him six thing. bucks. That was mean. Poor old. Imagine if they really. Imagine if they really were feeding him Alpo. He would probably fucking eat it. Have you ever tried Alpo? No. Eat no fucking dog food. (laughs) When you were a kid. (laughs) No. You were a kid. When you were a kid, did you ever eat a dog biscuit? Oh, oh, fuck! I do that fucking now. Every now and then, just to fucking roast up my fucking mom. She's like, you're going to get worms. <laughs> you feast on a milk bone? Is that what it yeah. is? Yeah. It's just, because it, it, you know how, like, it's just, like, uh, this flavor, that flavor, and that flavor. They all taste the same. It's all a fucking work. <laughs> <laughs> tried them all? Yeah. It's just different colors. That's the only <laughs> difference. It's all fucking work. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. How many different flavors are there? Oh, fuck, you know, did they have like chicken and beef or whatever the fuck flavor? That's when I was at Walmart, bro. They have cheeseburger flavored dog food. I'm thinking, bro, if this tasted like fucking cheeseburgers, I'll be fucking eating it. Because it's cheap? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's just bullshit. <laughs> I had a cousin when I was younger tried to get me to eat some milk bone dog biscuits. It was claiming they were they were they tasted good. I, I never fell for <laughs> it. Um but they were they they were sitting there in like this in the backyard by my grandfather's house and, and these fools were just like passing them around like they were like fucking Oreo cookies, man. <laughs> And it was like they were just eating out of the box. Like you know how you like just eat a box of just whatever. Like yeah. I don't know. Let's say it's a box Jesus. of cheese at crackers. And they were they were, we were just chilling outside and in the backyard, and they were just eating milk bones like 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 again like they were Oreo cookies. I was like y'all are some whatever. I must have been like seven years old, and I was just like I'm not eating that shit and. <laughs> But you're not the first person to tell me that you've you've eaten milk bones. Yeah, and it all tastes the same. You didn't get worms. No. Did it make your breath stink? No. If 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 I made my fucking coat shine. Ah, <laughs> you still do that in front of your mom? No, I've been doing okay. that in fucking years. Okay. Is she screaming at you to, to, to put them down? She's like, you're, you're going to get worms. All right. Oh, man. That's nice, Hopper. Let's keep moving. We got Bruiser Bedlam versus Jim Cornette uh, with uh, with Jim Cornette versus Chad Austin. 
Uh, quick work of Austin. Bedlam wins with the stomach claw. No surprise there. Hopper, anything from it? No. All right. We got a really, I, I'm going to call it a really good promo. I think it's a, I think it's a pretty good one. We got one coming right now from Jim Cornette and Bruiser Bedlam as they're going to talk about, or Courtney's going to talk about the Thanksgiving Thunder Tour versus uh, Ron Wright. Here it is. Gentlemen, as we mentioned, Thanksgiving Thunder is uh, rapidly approaching, and you you seem like you don't have a care in the world. This could be your last go-around there. No, 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 it's not going to be my last go-around. You see that kid in the ring right there that Bruiser Bellum just got finished with? I saw him. That is Ron Wright 40 years ago, because let me tell you something, Ron Wright. I'm sick and tired of hearing about how you were the greatest wrestler in the history of Knoxville, how the Wright brothers, Ron and Don Wright, rode roughshod over all the tag teams. How that Ron Wright was the toughest, meanest old coot that ever lived. Let me tell you something right now, Ron Wright. First of all, you were a second-class wrestler, and you were a third-class fighter. That's and not there, true, and you and know That's not true. And there ain't no tough men in Tennessee to begin with, nor anywhere around here except for Bruiser Bedlam ah! and the men that I manage. So the Wright brothers, and Ron Wright in particular, he beat a bunch of pansies. We're not talking about Wilbur and Orville here. We're talking about Don and Ron, Cornette. That's exactly right. Ron Wright beat a bunch of pansies and a bunch of sissies. He never beat nobody in his stinking life. And now he's 117 years old. When he was in school, they didn't have history. I told Ron Wright one time, I said, Ron Wright, act your age. And he died. Do you realize that? Oh, that's really funny. So now, Ron Wright, you want to get back in the ring? You want to relive the glory years? Well, this man right here is going to tear up the dirty white boy, and then I'm going to take your old, decrepit, 742-year-old Methuselah Geritol-drinking carcass, and I'm going to whip you like I did before, and I'm going to break you in half, and I'm going to take that hip implant out, and I'm going to break oh, that I, knee, no. and I'm going to send that arthritis-ridden body back to the rest home in Sunnydale where you belong, and then, and then, the crowning achievement of my career. Bob Armstrong, you know, they say sometimes... You better rethink this Abdullah thing. He's a, He can't be controlled. Oh, 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 of course he can be controlled. He can be controlled Ow. by who's got the money and who's got the food. And I got both. And you see something? Bob Armstrong about Abdullah the Butcher. He don't play no favorites. He'll slice and dice anybody just like a kitchen utensil. And they say sometimes these champ games, these close contests between two athletes or two teams of top caliber go down to the wire. So maybe it's only fitting that this has gone down to the final conflict. The last time I'll be able to send a man after Bob Armstrong is at Thanksgiving Thunder. Then I can never darken his doorstep again. And Bob Armstrong, if you beat Abdullah the Butcher, something that nobody has done, at least in this country, in the past 10 years, and maybe oh, anywhere right in the about world. That. You're right about that. That's how I'm exactly right, because I checked my facts out. If you beat Abdullah the Butcher, Bob Armstrong, then I gotta crawl across the ring and kiss your feet. And I would rather die, and I'm sure these people would like to see me die anyway, but I would rather die than kiss your feet, you stinking redneck, because I hate your guts that I have since day one of Smoky Mountain Wrestling. But if Abdullah the Butcher beats Bob Armstrong, then Jim, he is gone from smoking. No commissioner, no wrestler, he can't referee, he can't sell popcorn, and Thanksgiving Thunder is going to be Jim Cornette's crowning achievement. I'm going to destroy two legends in the same night, Ron Wright and Bob Armstrong, and I'm going to do it with a smile on my face. You know I'm more of a man than you realize. Look at that arm right there. It's as big as your, well, no, nothing's as big as your head. I, I prefer not to look at any part of your anatomy. Ladies and, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I'll tell you something, it could be the final showdown for Jim Cornette too. Don't forget that part of it, and we'll be right back. Bedlam pushes Jim Ross at yeah. the end of it. Uh, Jr. was definitely a little bit more sturdy and could take it, unlike Bob Cottle, who looked like he was literally about to tip over. I thought that Corny did a good job of running down Ron right there. Called him a second-rate wrestler and a third-rate tough guy. Told him to act his age, and if he did that, he would die. Harper, what are your thoughts on the promo right there uh, leading yes. up to Thanksgiving Thunder? Yeah, us. Another bullet, Bob. You know he's got to leave Smoky Mountain Wrestling. You know, it's the same movie. Same movie, same chapter. Yeah, the same and character. <laughs> Doc kind of spoiled something with us uh, last week. And yeah, we what a dick. Yeah, that was messed up. He shouldn't have done that. I uh, what happened? The fucker. Oh, oh, we're back. We're, we're we were. I gotta I gotta give you credit. That was a really good, uh, really good job of sitting quiet. I've never heard you sit quiet for that long. Yeah, the poo. So, um, 
I don't know what he was talking about right there, but uh, so here's the thing. I think they do a good job of like trying to sell us on it. And I think if Doc is back, I think the fact that it's Abdullah the Butcher or was supposed to be Abdullah the Butcher, that was actually a positive because that is someone quote unquote new we haven't seen. Um, but Harper, I think you're also on to something when you talk about you know, same movie, same chapter, same Same scene. whole bullet. Bob's got to go. You can't come back, but he always comes back. <laughs> uh, we've been, yeah. we've been, we've been at this clip for a while. Uh, so let's keep going. So after that, Jim Ross throws into a promo with, um, cactus, Jack, Lance storm, primetime, Brian Lee with Les Thatcher. And uh, I'm not going to play the whole thing, but, Cactus Jack begs Lance and Brian Lee to help him out at Thanksgiving Thunder. Uh, I guess this is a bit of a spoiler, but whatever. Um, Brian Lee and Cactus will tag together at Thanksgiving Thunder, and that's all I can really say about it right now. So there you go. Brian Lee and Cactus will be tagging together. Uh, Hopper, do you have any thoughts from it? I wasn't going to play the whole thing. Man, fucking, he's... uh, Cactus Jack was really dedicated, huh? Of course he was. When he's beating on a fucking locker, when he's sitting on the floor and everything, and it's... (laughs) Watch. So watch watch it again. Watch Lance Storm. We're watching it on Patreon right now. Tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Watch Lance Storm when Cactus throws his head into the locker. Watch Lance's reaction. He wasn't expecting that. <laughs> he was like, whoa. Um, even Les Thatcher's like, Jesus Christ, this guy just rammed his head up against this locker a couple of times. He is dedicated. He, I mean, he didn't, you know, one thing about it, Cactus would put his body on the line and, and just look at him with that Bruiser Brody shirt on. I yes, yes, I saw that. Um, Cactus would throw his body on the line. I mean, we saw it when, you know. And WCW a lot. He just he would take those crazy bumps where his body would just splat on the floor. So anyway, I, I again this was good. It wasn't it was short. It was uh it was good though. But they're um they're they're gonna work their way towards Thanksgiving Thunder and we're gonna have his tag match, so we'll see what happens there. Uh Harper, any other thoughts on it? You think you wore that for for uh Abdullah? <laughs> I didn't tie those two together, but I mean they're not tied in together for this for this possible match, but maybe so. Yeah. What does Brian Lee have on? Did you, can you pick up what's on that shirt? I don't know what that is. I can't, okay. I can't see it that well. Yeah. I couldn't either. Cause my shit's, you know, and it's blurry too. It's I mean, it's yeah. not like the, you know, the high resolution footage. So then after JR with the, with the cactus promo, I'm sorry, after cactus storm and then primetime Brian Lee with Les Thatcher, they go to a recap of the gangsters getting assaulted by the pink neck rock and roll express. It's a recap. So we won't really talk about it much. We then go to Ricky Morton versus new Jack in the main event. And this might set a record for one of our shorter episodes on Smoky Mountain wrestling. Ricky Morton makes a surprise entrance and cleans new Jack's clock at the very beginning of it. Let me get to it. So we see new Jack coming out and then Ricky out of nowhere. Um, he just, he, he cleans new Jack's clock with a, with a chair shot. Uh, then D comes in and, uh, he gets hit with a chair. Mustafa runs in Gibson runs in the match actually never gets started. It's, it's just a ghetto street fight, as well, JR calls it that, not me, during the action. He's calling it. Uh, some of the enhancement talent eventually hit the ring to help, but they get their asses beat, too. Morton is a chair-swinging freak. New Jack is busted open, though. Uh, we don't see much. We don't see much more. You know, it's just, it's kind of chaos. This this thing went on for a while. Um, any thoughts on what's going on here? Man, we haven't seen this side for them, uh, this this side of them ever. Rock and roll? You know, yeah, fuck your double drop kicks. I got a fucking chair. There's a lot to that. I also thought that, you know how like on Raw, SmackDown, they'll get out there and they'll cut promos for 20 minutes against each other against the people that they supposedly hate? Yeah. Okay, so there, there's no 20 minute long promo here. It's Morton is pissed. Gibson's pissed. And mm-hmm. what does Morton do because he's pissed? I'm not going to... You know, we're not going to start right. in the collar and elbow. We're, I'm going to jump you from behind because that's what you did me with the slapjack. And 
you know, they they're, they're it's a brawl. There's no it's not a wrestling match. These guys hate each other. They're not going to get yes. in their hip toss arm drag. And that's what it was. And, you know, the thing about this was nothing gets resolved. Jr. says, we'll keep our cameras rolling. We'll show you what happens next week. And that was the beauty how wrestling was back then. A lot of times things didn't get resolved and we would go off air with uh, chaos. And as Jr. says, it's a chaotic situation. And um, that's that's actually how, literally how the episode ends. They 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 go off air with these guys brawling. Uh, Harper, any other thoughts? This is, I mean, this is great, man. They all the whole fucking locker room clears out for the pull apart, and it, and they can't separate them. Wrestling the way it used to be, and wrestling the way we like. Yeah, it. bro. All right. You, when when when. When was the last? When was the last time you think Raw or fucking SmackDown went off the air like this? With a pull apart of some sort? Yeah. Um, I don't commit it to memory. I don't know, but I tell you what they don't do is they 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 enjoy on Raw and SmackDown sitting there and yapping for ten fifteen minutes long with a promo and it's. That's not how guys who don't like each other act. Guys right. who don't like each other might say a few words and then they they're fighting, they're swinging, and it's just they just talk for too long. and And I and I know it's because they got so much time to fill. Yeah, that's why they do it. But I mean, you know, you 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 see Raw generally. Every Raw seems to start with a promo. That's the first ten to fifteen minutes of the show, setting up the next the first match of the show that is meaningless. It's just, it's kind of pathetic, but I don't know if they do pull-aparts. I, I can't remember that, but I know every single week it seems like it starts with a, a long promo that you'll never remember by the next week. And that was Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Yeah. Um, October 29th, 1994, episode 144. Not a lot, not a ton of promos here. And again, this promo, we're still watching on Patreon. It, it is it is still it's going still on going. main event. Then they go outside the ring. You're right. Eventually they go outside the ring. As you can see New Jack's busted open and bloody. He's he's juiced. Uh, but they're going to keep fighting until the very end. Like I said, JR says they'll keep the cameras rolling and we'll see what happens next week. So, all right. With that said, Harper, how many disability checks do you want to give this episode? I feel like this was a short episode, even though it was yeah. 45 minutes. But uh, how many how many uh, disability checks do you want to give it? Uh, a 7.7. I'm not going to rate it, but I think you're in that right ballpark. Let me just say it like that. Why aren't you going to rate it? I don't rate them anymore. I let the people tell me what they're supposed to be rating. Oh, whatever. What? Why is that a bad thing? I want to hear from the people. Whatever. All right, if you're not, if you haven't already done so, make sure you use the Amazon referral link. It's tinyurl.com slash Amazon. It is a great way to support the show on an ongoing basis. Go buy Bobby Blaze's book, Pin Me, Pay Me. Go buy Death of the Territories. Anything and everything you can get off of Amazon. Again, it's tinyurl.com slash Amazon. All right, let's give out the Fifth of Henny or the Government Cheese Award by, named by Shar Johnson. Um, Harper, who do you want to give your Government Cheese to? I'm getting mine at Ricky Morton fucking just going out with the steel chair and just taking care of business all right uh i think i'm gonna go with corny because I, I like how he he ran down ron Wright right there you know told him he's so old history wasn't even a subject in school that's nice and if he told he's him not to act that his age, old. if he told him to act his age he'd drop dead I thought that was good. So I'm going to give it to Corny. And honestly, man, I don't know if Cornette's gotten it in a while. I don't I don't know the last time we gave it to Cornette. Yeah. Cor- Corny's not, Um, I'm trying to remember, did he make more than one appearance on this show? Because last week we didn't see him until the 30-minute mark. And I, I don't like think week, so. I, I think that's it. It's just that promo. Yeah, he's limited himself on camera. Maybe it's because he's exhausted from WWF and, and Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Who knows? All right, well, we're going to get ready to get out of here. Since Doc is um, mad at us, I don't know why. I don't even know what I said at the beginning of this call. Jesus Where is Christ. He? But it's not us, it's just you. <laughs> why are you mad? I'm confused. You're a dick. <laughs> 
He stayed on the line the whole time. <laughs> he didn't say a word. He got one thing in one time and then left. He's, he's, he's been sitting there for 40 minutes listening to us talk. Huh. Oh, geez. All right. That's great. Uh, check out the wrestling podcast about nothing with ROH. It's Brian Malonis and Mike Crockett every single Monday. Uh, check out our vantage point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast with Joe Marotti and Michael Quinn. And on every single Monday as well, the northern version of BTT. Slightly classier, a little bit more professional, but still good nonetheless. And that's all I got, Hopper. Oh, I'm sorry. By what? the time this airs, they need to go to Wildcat X-Rated, wildcatsports.com, June 22nd, summertime in New Orleans at the Shamrock in New Orleans. So go to Wildcat X-Rated. There you go. Yes. Um, Tracy Smothers is on the card. I was shocked to see Colt Cabana would be on the card as well. Uh, you I did see? not expect that. So Tracy's there. Who's he going to wrestle? Is there. I'm sure that'll be announced. By the time this airs, it would have been announced. But as of now, it's not, right? No. Uh, Shane Douglas is going to be there. It's a loaded card, man. See? Yeah. I should show up. I, I think you should show up just... Just because Tracy Smothers is going to be there, that's going to be a great opportunity to see him in an unfiltered environment, right? Yes. That's very unfiltered. As, Harper, how off the wall has he been in the previous ones? He, he just cusses and tell, calls them uh, motherfuckers and everything. <laughs> what is he's, not, teeth? he's not this Tracy Smothers. He he's better if you ask me. <laughs> As Hopper said, that's a crazy old man. Hey and Hopper, how you doing? Takes his pants off, man. Takes his pants off. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he wears a singlet, and then when he comes to the ring, he wears like fucking shorts, right? And he and he and he takes them off like it's a striptease. And it's just nice. like, man, I shouldn't be seeing this. <laughs> So there you go. June 22nd, Wildcat Sports in New Orleans at the Shamrock. Go check out X-Rated. Tracy's mothers will be there. Shane Douglas will be there. Stevie Richards will be there. Colt Cabana will even be there. Hardbody Harper will be there as well. It should be a great show and a great time. And it is the unofficial BTT meetup. That's all I got, Harper. Go ahead and hit the tagline since Doc is mad and doesn't want to say anything else. And we can get out of here. Book it, bitch. out of here i want to say thank you to all of our patrons out there we appreciate your patronage and hopefully you enjoy all of our patron shows whether it's pre-shows whether it's world-class shows whether it's the extra bonus shows as far as patreon shows go like the ecw one we did and the awa one we did uh we got 
couple of more that we're going to be getting recorded. It's just a matter of getting them scheduled. But thank you if you're a patron. We really appreciate it. And don't forget, when you jump up to the $5 tier, you're going to be in that tier where you'll get those AWA and ECW extra shows we did, along with the Jim Crocker Promotions pay-per-views with the Bunkhouse Stampede coming up in the next couple of weeks. Maybe by the time you're hearing this, we've already had the first one, but that's neither here nor there. I want to also give a special shout-out to all the Hall of Fame patrons out there. Uh, we had a couple of new ones recently, but to name all of them, we got Coach Joey Case. I'm sorry, Coach Joey Chase, a.k.a. Willie Chase, Steve Mall, Ron Brown, Kenny Byersdorf, Glenn Abbott, at G.A. Russell Nutt on Twitter, Bobby Murray, Marlon Mueller, who is at Half Pints Point on Twitter, Josh Warren, Everett Starr, Mike Childry, Kyle Riley, and disrespectfully classy Marky Blassie, Craig Norman, Johnny on Patreon, the great John Dean, Josh Dunn, Ryan in Auburn, good old Justin, Robert Smith, Joseph Ice, Tim Moretti, Adam Price, Brian Evans, Mark Wilson, Armando Martinez, David Jordan, Jesse Jacob, Josh Fields, Chris Myers, Gerald Green, Mitchell Johnson, Mike Prue, Will Parker, Jeremy Bryant, Classy, Alex, Slider91 US, excuse me, David DeVries, Frog Zeppelin, SV Pageant, Bill Salsa, Big Rich, at Spy Boy Sports Cap, R.E. Miller, 39, Dustin Roberts, Jay Shiny, Ruben Espinoza, Merciless Jones, Jesse Lucas, Chris Browning, Justin underscore Andretti, Coleman 822, Marty Howell, and T-Hog94. Thanks for being Hall of Fame patrons. Uh, did I get God bold? Unreal. I don't want no heat, brother. So anyway, thank you uh, for being Hall of Fame patrons. We appreciate it. Your patronage, again, means a lot. And then check out the Bottom Line Wrestling cast with Mike Pru and his buddy JV as they break down the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin month by month on a weekly basis. They are, I believe, in 1998. But if you want to go back, check out some of their episodes from 1996 and 97 on Austin. Or, again, just dive in where they are currently at. New episodes come out every Wednesday morning. They're available on most platforms, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, and Google Play. You can find them on Twitter, also at Bottom Line Cast. Thank you, everyone, for being patrons. Thank you to all the Hall of Fame patrons out there. We appreciate it. Thank you for... I don't know, man. I'm just being honest here. Thank you for supporting this show because it really does mean a lot each and every, uh, you know, we put out two shows a week consistently for the free shows. And I'm just grateful that you all out there appreciate that and that our two shows come out every single week on time, no delays. And I'm thankful to all of you who support this show and um, our patrons on Patreon. Again, it's tinyurl.com slash BTT if you're not a patron. So please sign up. Consider it. For two bucks a month, you get a lot. Um, for five bucks a month, you even get more. And, you know, there are other tiers, but that's your two basic tiers. So thank you very much. And um, that's all I got, as Hopper always says when we get out of here. Book it, bitch.